Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. It's five questions in about nine minutes because hackers never sleep. John, let's kick it off. Who are you and what do you do? My name is John Strand. I'm the owner of Black Hills Information Security, anti-siphon training, and co-founder of Wild West Hack and Fest. It sounds like you have way too many things on your plate. <laughs> yeah. And so tell me why you love being a cyber professional. Because I have incredibly crippling ADHD, and it's the only career field that actually shifts fast enough to keep up with it. Um, you never really are bored for very long in this industry. There's always a crisis, a new tool, a new technique. And uh, some people complain about that, but that's, uh, that was, that's, that's what got me to sign up years ago. Is there something that you really love about cyber? Like, I mean, I know everything changes, but is there something that you're just super passionate about? Um, for me right now, it's education, uh, specifically in the area of people that generally wouldn't have access to great education. Um, we realized whether, whether you're black, white, gay, uh, bi, um, Pacific Islander, Native American, that the biggest thing that stops people from getting into this industry is access to affordable training. Uh, so we started up the pay what you can training at anti-siphon um, all my classes intro to sock skills intro to security cyber deception are all pay what you can and that number can be zero and getting hundreds of people in the industry if I could be that on ramp to help people get into this industry that's something that's more rewarding than anything I've done so far in my career that's awesome and, and humbling we appreciate you doing that for the community awesome. We hear in the news and all over the place that cybersecurity is a top concern, but, but what does that mean to you? I think, I think it means to me that we're, we're pretty much hosed. Uh, if you look at how security works, complexity is the enemy of security. And if you look at, we're just now getting to the point where we're getting pretty good at locking down endpoints and Active Directory for some of our customers. But that's like five years too late because now when we're moving into the cloud, the complexity is like exploding and growing exponentially. So whenever we look at the issues that exist in computer security, which is much longer than just a two minute answer, it deals with complexity and complexity is constantly growing. We're barely solving the architectural security issues that existed 10, 15 years ago now. And we really aren't equipped to deal with the things that we're dealing with in the cloud itself. So this requires a lot more people. And I, I think I've read some articles that were 1.5 million people short in the cybersecurity industry uh, globally. And I, I agree with that number because we need a lot more people to be dealing with the massive complexity that's coming down the pipe because the innovation is happening far faster than we can secure things. No, that's, I never thought about it like that. You know, where I love complexity, but I didn't start with being complex, right? I started with some easy tasks to get things done. So that's very intriguing. What insight would you like to share with our network of cyber professionals and experts? Oh, I'm just going to say that right now, all of us live in the golden age of computer security, like training and the ability to get knowledge. Um, there's no longer just like these gates of a bunch of, you know, somewhat creepy people telling you to read the, the fine manual. Um, we're now in the age of computer security where you have a whole bunch of great affordable solutions for training. You have YouTube, you have amazing blogs, you have amazing people out there in the community that are helping people up. And then you also still have that amazing like premium level training that still exists if, you're, if your company can afford it. So my advice to you is you really have no excuse. 
If you're entering this field and you're like, well, I didn't know that, or I couldn't learn that, or how was I ever supposed to, that's not an excuse anymore because we literally have thousands of people constantly creating and sharing content out there. The hardest problem for somebody that's in the industry right now and trying to get rolling is trying to wade through it. So I'd recommend starting with basics and fundamentals and then just continue to swim in the amazing sea of information, security training talent that's out there today. So when people approach you and say, I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of options that I have for education and training because they did the research, yep. where would you direct them? I'm starting out. I want to go into a certain, certain field. Where would you send them? So I've got a, I've got two podcasts that I did or webcasts that I did, um, basically getting started in information security. It, it was a five-year plan. So if you just Google my name, John Strand, five-year plan, it takes you to an hour-long presentation on this. But it starts with know your core concept. You have to understand your operating systems, Linux and Windows. You have to understand networking and TCP IP at a core. You have to know those things. Then I recommend learning a coding, coding language, something like Golang or Python, something that's approachable, that there's lots of great training available. If you start with those core fundamentals, everything's going to work for you because everything fits into those fundamentals. If you try to immediately jump into like Spectre, Meltdown, Rowhammer, um, I, I don't know, the Log4j vulnerability isn't that complicated. But if you start jumping into the exploit du jour, you're going to be constantly chasing your tail. Start with the core fundamentals. And like I said, look at the InfoSec five-year plan, getting started in security. And you could do it much faster, but it was designed to people that were in college. But that'll give you that full roadmap of what you need to basically get to the point where you can be an effective security practitioner. Fun question for you, John. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Um, my favorite piece of retro technology that makes me smile. Um, this is a little bit weird. I love my bike. Um, it's not retro in the perspective of, you know, it, it's, it's a modern mountain bike, right? But it is retro in what it is. You know, it's still a bicycle. It's still a chained mode of operation uh, and movement. And I'm powering it. And I rode my bike when I was a kid, like, you know, whenever I was like five, six years old, I'm 44 and I'm still riding my bike. And I don't have a Game Boy. I don't have a speak and spell. I don't have anything that is that old from a conceptual perspective that I still use. And it brings me joy because when I'm mountain biking, I, I have to focus on what I'm doing or I die. Um, it's not something that, uh, you know, I can just idly be biking and be bothered with the burdens of work and all the things that we're doing. I have to focus and it brings me joy. The other thing, and this is kind of funny, I love escalators. I know that this is stupid uh, and like moving carpets at, uh, at, at airports. When I was a kid, I remember when they opened up the first escalator in the state of South Dakota at the Civic Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. This is way back in the 80s. And we went to this huge, like this party and it was literally an escalator that went up one floor and they had uh, the noise, uh, not the noise, they had Domino's pizza, they had all of these things and they had parties and it was a big deal because South Dakota was coming up and you had to line up to ride the escalator. So in my head, when I was a little kid riding this escalator, I, you know, I'm just like, this is the coolest thing ever. And still to this day, every time I step on an escalator or a moving carpet, there's a little part of me that that's just joyful and says, Wee! So there you go. How's that for a weird one? That's amazing, John. Thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> you bet. Thanks for watching the CyberPro podcast. 
you rock. Check us out for more content.